Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it.
Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now, we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today, I want to talk about waking up the church. That's right, waking up the church. Now, this is a new series called Wake Up the Church, and this is part one. Our title for this message is Don't Hide Behind the Gift, Just Making Room for You to Cheat. That's Don't Hide Behind the Gift, Just Making Room for You to Cheat. And our foundation scripture is found over in Ephesians 5, 25 through 31, and it reads, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loveth his wife loveth himself for no man ever yet hated his own flesh but nourisheth and cherisheth it even as the lord the church for we are members of the body of his flesh and of his bones for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall shall become one flesh. Amen and amen. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I ask that you bless those that are listening under the sound of my voice, that you cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ, Father, that no weapon formed against them is able to prosper. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask that we turn from our wicked ways. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask that you bless our families, that you bless our marriages, Father. Father, that we wake up to who we really are in Christ Jesus and do your will, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, that we do not hide or cover up our sins, Father, in Jesus' name. Jesus, I ask that you live in us and breathe through us as we are just caught up in your love. Jesus, we thank you for all you are and all you do for us. Holy Spirit, I ask that you water this word that is sown into their hearts. We know that you are able to keep us from falling, that you wrap us in your loving arms and you comfort us and that you give us the power to bypass all circumstances that will hinder us and not allow us to get to our destiny. I ask that you push us forward and increase our faith. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. I give you all the praise, honor, and glory and call the people of God blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Don't hide behind the gift just making room for you to cheat. Hmm. Man of God, woman of God, people, people, people. I know you have muscles. You even have a nice shape, a six pack. Been working out at the gym. Just all all out attractive and anointed by God. Yeah, we gifted. And some of us even brag and say, we got all the gifts of the spirit. Yeah, okay, right, all right. But let's ask ourselves, are we abusing our gifts for self-gain, walking in pride, being no better than the world, using our gifts for a fleshly fix? We just eating chocolate and vanilla cake at the same time, just bypassing the process of baking the cake, not wanting to be one, not even letting that process happen. There you go. You got vanilla abstract in one pocket and chocolate icing on the bottom of your shoe. Just messy and slippery. Can't even gain traction to tread the devil correctly. You know, 
God is not pleased. Don't hide behind the gift, just making room for you to cheat. Hmm. I know, I know, I know. Y'all looking at me, listening to this broadcast, gathering together, just huddling up, seeking a way how y'all can cut me like. Now, why he got to go there reading our email like this on this morning? Why you got to do that to us, Mike? Why, Pastor Michael? Hmm. But be advised, my friend. Don't trip. Don't even trip. Pastor Mike can fight. I'll let you decide which fight, spiritual or physical. Like my pastor said, the verdict is already won. Anyway. Let me stay on top. We must turn away from our emotional infidelity, fornication, adultery, and all right, I adultery. Stop sleeping with that woman's husband. Stop sleeping with that man's wife. Stop having backup relationships. Proverbs 5 and 15 says, drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well now i didn't make this up it's in the book you see you are supposed to enjoy the wife of your youth and stop cheating on god look we can't afford to continue to hide behind the gifts knowing very well that we are cheating that's what jacob did as he went to meet his brother esau you know he stole the birthright and was too ashamed to face esau so he ran around naked and in guilt you don't have to run around in guilt you don't have to be in shame still doing the same not being able to look people in the eye and on the other spectrum don't run around in pride you know pride goes before the fall it's over in proverbs 16 and 18 i'll read it for you and it reads pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall you don't gotta fall just cast your cares on jesus for he cares say amen to that once again we must cast away the soul tie and lay it at the altar let god burn that thing up burn it up and don't go checking back on it lest you desire to live in matthew 12 and 45 which reads then go of he and take it with him seven spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first even so shall it be also into this wicked generation mm. so don't do that bro don't do that sis just keep it moving you don't gotta go checking back seeing if they okay i wonder is he all right i, I wonder is she all right keep it moving keep stepping push forward through faith you see jacob was still finagling and unsure even though he was blessed and god blessed his seed all right let me get back on topic so you see you see jacob was in fear and even wrestled the angel in fear to ensure that blessing he was determined not to die he didn't want his brother to kill him and yet god even blessed him there he said i won't let go until you bless me and god blessed him right there he wrestled face to face yet and still he wrestled within his mind after that spiritual win so he still wanted to cover up things don't hide behind a gift just making room for you to cheat now how many of us are wrestling in our mind unsure of what god promised and we settle to pleasure our flesh because we have needs but then we frame it to make it right in our own minds in our own eyes saying god knows my heart it sure felt good but god knows my heart boy that cake was good it really tasted good but let me get back on topic so jacob was still naked in his mindset and divided things up so his brother couldn't kill off his seed jacob hid rachel and joseph way back in the back he sent out his gifts first and stood behind the gifts now that's the part hiding behind the gifts he created a distraction so esau and his 400 men would be appeased covering himself up hiding behind his gifts let's go over to genesis 32 4 through 11 and it reads and he commanded them saying thus shall ye speak unto my lord esau thy servant jacob said 
said thus, I have journeyed with Laban and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks and men servants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in thy sight. He's still trying to find favor in his brother's sight, even though God said he'll bless him. And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, we came to thy brother Esau and also he cometh to meet thee and 400 men with him. Uh oh, 400 men. Now he really afraid. Let's keep reading. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and herds and the camels into two bands and said if Esau come to one company and smite it then the other company which is left shall escape and Jacob said O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac the Lord which saith unto me return unto thy country and to thy kindred and I will deal well with thee I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou have showed unto thy servant for with my staff I passed over the Jordan and now I am become two bands deliver me I pray thee from the hand of my brother from the hand of Esau for I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children you see that even though he even said that God already promised him the blessing but yet and still he covers up he's in fear he's in distress and he sends out the gift to create a distraction so let us pause here don't allow the enemy to deceive you in distracting believers with your gifting while you continue to remain in sin you only deceive yourself getting deeper and deeper in your own devices unable to reach the destiny god has for you really lightweight the enemy is distracting you with a pleasure emotion you see god gives gifts without repentance but god also knows the heart look you can't fool god who gave you the gift those who worship god must worship him in spirit and in truth amen to that so as ministers as believers in the body of Christ, we must turn away from our wicked ways, repent, ask God for forgiveness, and serve God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. So we don't have to cheat and cover up our sins. We can find mercy by confessing our sins. Proverbs 28, 13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Amen to that. If we can only believe, if we can wait on God, God can provide your wife for you. He can provide your husband for you he has the power to mend your marriage he is willing and able he answers yes and amen will you believe god so we later find out that jacob meets esau face to face esau falls on jacob with a kiss he shows him love that's found over in genesis 33 and 4 you know there is a man a true boaz who can supply all our needs who shed his blood to cover us up and raised us up in right standing with our heavenly father no longer do we have to hide behind our gifts and be ashamed no longer do we have to cheat it is his love that is true true love jesus is our lover and god is love don't hide behind the gift just making room for you to cheat amen i hope this helped you i hope this blesses you be blessed amen hey this is pastor michael bailey thanks for listening to the leaders of faith show morning cup of bread now if the leaders of faith show is helping you out please be sure to share with your friends on social media as well if god has put in your heart to help our ministry grow go to our website trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith once again thank you for listening to the leaders of faith show morning cup of bread be blessed hey if you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. 
By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed.
everybody doing today's teaching is called david's pandemic what did that look like that's right david's pandemic what did that look like and the foundation scripture for this message is found over in james 1 2 through 4 and it reads my brethren count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing amen heavenly father i come before you right now in the mighty name of jesus bless the people of god that's listening to the sound of my voice that you continue to allow us to push forward through faith think through my mind and speak through me holy spirit i ask that you lead me as i speak this word as it goes forth unhindered unchecked by any outside force I ask that we all are blessed from hearing the meat of the word and that Holy Spirit that you grow it up, water it, and God that you bring the increase in Jesus' name as we pray. Amen and amen. David's pandemic. What did that look like? Now, the other day I was looking up the definition of the pandemic. And to my surprise, a pandemic is an outbreak over nations, not just one demographic location, but over nations. We see that it causes pandemonium, pandemonium, where people are are supposed to be in fear but the people of God are not supposed to be in fear because God has not given us the spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind amen so there's this massive breakout where we sit down and look at the news and the news is pumping fear into people's mindset but as people of God grounded and rooted in faith in Jesus Christ we do not supposed to fear our report is supposed to be the report of the Lord and we have to decide which side 
side of the supernatural do we want to be on? Whose report will we believe? Will we sit there and let the news sow seeds of unrighteousness in our hearts? Or will we continue to study the seed of the word? So the scripture says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation. So the divers temptations is that the enemy has went down the earth to and fro throughout the earth seeking whom he may devour and he has people in his crosshairs. But we are to count it our joy. Why do we count it our joy? Because the word says, knowing this, that the trying of our faith, it tries our faith. Now we know that when we look at Job, the Lord our God allowed Job to go through his situation. Yes, we know that Job did let his guard down by what he spoke, but it's still tried his faith and Job did not curse out God and die. He kept on serving the Lord our God. So just like Job, we have to keep on serving the Lord our God as he's working our faith. And the Lord our God uses whomever or whatever he wants spiritually and naturally to work out our faith. We just have to believe. It's a part of life. It's called a process. The word of God in James 1 and 4 says, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. So we have to go through things in life. Everything is a process in life. And we know that God does not give out any unjust weights. We have to go through the process. In fact, the Lord our God says, I know the plans that I have for your life. Jeremiah 29 11. Have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Michael Bailey? Mm -mm. I didn't want to go like this. I didn't see this process coming, but I know I'll get to the other side. Yep. It's a process. Pandemic is a process. David's pandemic. What did that look like? So our lives are a continued process. Whether we go to the mountaintop or we go through the valley, we still have to depend on the Lord our God. It works out our faith. And to be eligible for the process, you just have to be alive. Doesn't mean that you had to do anything bad. Doesn't mean that you had to do anything good. We have to go through the process as believers so we can be made to look just like Jesus. Say amen to that. Count it all joy. Let's look at David. David's pandemic. What did David's pandemic look like? And what did David do in order to make it through his pandemic? Let's look at 1 Samuel 21 and 1. Let's start there. Then came David to Nob, to Amalek, the priest. And Amalek was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? Hold up. David is alone. David is alone because he is running from Saul who wants to kill him. Saul is on a murdering spree and David is running for his life. This is a pandemic for David. David is thrown in a pandemic. Let's keep on reading. And David said to Ahimelech the priest, the king have commanded me a business and have said unto me, let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee and what I have commanded thee. And I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now therefore, what is in thy hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand of what there is present. And the priest answered David and said, there is no common bread under my hand, but there is hollow bread. If the young men have kept themselves at least from women, got to be purified to eat this bread. And David answered the priest and said unto him, of a truth, women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out. And the vessels of the young men are holy and the bread is in a manner common. Yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave 
gave him hollow bread. But there was no bread there but the show bread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Amen. So in David's pandemic, the first thing he did was to eat the bread. We have to eat the bread of life, my brothers and sisters. We have to eat the bread of life. And what else did David do? Let us keep on reading. Verse 8. And David said unto Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand spirit or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Eli, behold, it is here, wrapped in cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. So David got the sword of Goliath as well. So as David knew he was in a pandemic and knew that he was on the run, what he did first, he broke bread and then he got the sword of Goliath. We have to break bread, know that Jesus Christ is the bread of life, and we have to get our sword, the truth of the word. The word of God is a two-edged sword. And let us keep on reading. Verse 10. We're still in 1 Samuel 21. Verse 10. And David arose and fled that day for the fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gad. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul have slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them and feigned himself mad in their hands and scrambled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall down his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, you see the man is mad? Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of mad men that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? So in David's pandemic, he is going over into Gath. Gath is a type of Babylon, land of the Philistines. He's going into enemy territory. Folks, every time that you're going out the house, every time that you're going to the next Walmart, every time that you're going to the next Superbox store, the news, the CDC is prophesying an outbreak that you will get a disease, that you're going to die if you go out into certain territory, that you're going to die if you go to church. But the last time I checked my Bible, it says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Folks, you will not die. I prophesy to you right now, you shall live and not die. With long life, he satisfies you. Let me get back on topic. But notice, you don't have to fear. You have to break bread. You have to take up your sword and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Use your authority in the word of God. Confess Psalms 91 and believe and go by faith out into Babylon. Say amen. Amen. David's pandemic. What did that look like? Okay, so the next thing David did as he was stopped in customs, feigned himself mad and led into Gath, he got access to the country. And let's look at 1 Samuel 22 verse 1. And it reads, David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in debt and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them. And there was with him about 400 men. And so every one that was in debt, everyone that was in distress, they gathered themselves to David. They knew that he was a mighty man. 
They knew that he was anointed. So they go down to David in the cave of Adullam. And in this pandemic, in David's pandemic, he first gives God praise. He praises God first. He honored the Lord, his God. And he wanted to know what the Lord our God will do in his life. And he also honored his parents. He honored the Lord our God and he honored his parents. How do I know this? Let's read it. Verse 3. 1 Samuel 22 verse 3. And David went thence to Mizpah of Moab. And he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hole. Amen. See, David honored God and he honored his parents. He didn't let them be alone in his pandemic. What are you doing for your parents in this pandemic? And I'm talking about older parents. Are you checking up on them? Are you calling them? See how they're doing. See how they are holding up, especially if they are with old call them see how they are take them out to eat cook them something say mama daddy i love you honor your parents so you have long life say amen to that okay so as david is listening to the voice of god the prophet gad in verse 5 says and the prophet gad said unto david abide not in the hole depart and get thee into the land of judah get thee into the land of praise we have to give god our praise we have to get to the land of praise yeah, some people say that the church is shut down. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to risk it? Are you going to believe the prophets? Are you going to look at the ordinance of Babylon? Or are you going to go to the church? Colossians 2 and 20 says, Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world are ye subject to ordinances? Hmm? Not subject to those ordinances. Go down to the church house and praise some people say you don't need the church what are you gonna do are you gonna praise them everywhere you go praise them in walmart praise them in kroger's what you gonna do get out the hole and go praise them so david left the hole let's keep reading then david departed and came into the forest of Harith. So notice in David's pandemic, David is going from place to place, just like the Ark of the Covenant. Remember the Ark of the Covenant that got passed around in Gath in Philistine country? Let's go to 1 Samuel 5. Let's read verse 1. And the Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer unto Ashdod. When the Philistines took the Ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. See, this is the Philistines' God. And let's see what happened. And when when they of Ashtod arose early on the morning, behold, Dagon was falling upon his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. And when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon was falling upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. Therefore, neither the priests of Dagon nor any that came into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod until this day. But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and smote them with embroids, even Ashdod and the coast thereof. So let me prophesy to you real quick. For his name's sake, coronavirus, COVID-19, the pandemic is cut off for you, my friends. For his name's sake, you don't have to bow. Coronavirus will bow. The pandemic will bow. The name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, is above every name. And you, my friends, are children of the most high God who gonna bow. Think about that. So we ain't gonna bow to nothing. We don't care. We ain't bound to nothing. Be careful for nothing. We ain't bowing. How about that? So the Ark of the Covenant was a pandemic for the Philistines when they took it from Israel. 
And now David is just like that ark going into the Philistines. But notice he's going to have favor. He's going to have favor in his pandemic. Let us keep on reading. Let's go over to 1 Samuel 23 and verse 10. And it reads, Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant hath heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then said David, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver thee up. Then David and his men, which were about six hundred, arose and departed out of Keilah and went whithersoever they could go. See, David is in a pandemic. He's on the run in this pandemic. But notice, he continues to inquire of the Lord, which way should I go in this pandemic? Which way should you go, people of God, in this pandemic? Are you going to give up in the pandemic? Or are you going to depend on the Lord our God? Even though it looks dire, even though it looks bleak, will you make it to the other side? If you depend on the Lord our God, I believe you will. I believe you will. Amen. And so David is going from place to place, city to city, as he's in the pandemic of his life, going from Saul. And let us skip over to 1 Samuel 27. Let's see what David does as he gets favor from the Philistines. He gets favor from the king's son. Just like he had favor from Saul's son, Jonathan, he had favor with the king's son over in the land of the Philistines. And he winds up getting land. And let us read verse two of 1 Samuel 27. And David arose and he passed over with the 600 men that were with him unto Achish, the son of Maiah, king of Gath. And David dwelt with Achish at Gath, he and his men, every man with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the Carmelitus, Nabal's wife. And it was told Saul that David was fled to Gath, and he sought no more again for him. Now, this is interesting. The enemy stopped chasing David because he was in enemy territory. Folks, I decree and declare whatever was chasing you before the pandemic has now got to cease from chasing you. The enemy cannot touch you. You are the Lord our God's workmanship. The enemy has to stop chasing you in the pandemic and after the pandemic. You shall see the enemy's face no more. Whatever was chasing you is cut off at the root in Jesus' name. Amen. Saul thought that the Philistine enemies of Israel would overcome David. Bring it up to today. Because there's a, a virus out there or any type of foul spirits and diseases released by the enemy, he thought that the enemy of fear or whatever disease was going to take you out. So he stopped chasing you. He thought putting fear on you would take you out. So he stopped chasing you. But the Lord our God. And let us keep on reading verse 6. I'm still in 1 Samuel 27, verse 6. Then Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Wherefore Ziklag pertained unto the kings of Judah unto this day. Let's go back to verse 5. It says, And David said unto Achish, If I have now found grace in thy eyes, let them give me a place in some town 
in the country. We're talking about Gath here, that I may dwell there. For why should thy servant dwell in the royal city with thee? See that? He's getting favor from the enemy in a pandemic. He's taking land. He's taking it by force. He considered the land, just like the Proverbs 31 woman. So without fail, David gets the land. And it says that David in the country of the Philistines was a full year and four months. Hey man, he got favor even in a pandemic. He got a whole city. He got Ziklag, him and his man and his family. David's pandemic, what did it look like? So in David's pandemic, he not only got land, but he also built the mighty man. He did not remain idle in a pandemic. He kept on using the work of his hands that were blessed by God. He did not remain idle. He used his gifting. He used the anointing and he built the mighty man, the mighty man of valor. We know this when we go to first Chronicles 11 and 11 and it reads, and this is the number of the mighty men whom David had. We can stop there. Those same men that came down while David was in the cave with the anointing that attracted them, he made them into the mighty man. He built an army, folks, in a pandemic. He developed a city, he was a leader, and he developed an army of mighty men. How about that? What are you doing in a pandemic, David's pandemic? What does that look like? So throughout all of it, there came a time when the Philistines were about to have war with the Israelites. And David and his men strapped up for battle to go against Israel. But I believe in David's heart that he would not have went against the children of Israel. Even the captains of the Philistines told Achish to send David and his men home or else they'll come against us. Is not this David where they said Saul killed a thousand and David 10,000? He had turned on us. So Achish had to send David home. Even though there was favor in Achish's eyes towards David and his men, David did strap up, but David didn't go against the church. In fact, when Saul came after David continually, David said, I will not touch God's anointed. And we see the integrity of David in a pandemic. Even though the enemy chased him and was up close on him, we see the long suffering of God. Yeah, they may have tried to attack the body of Christ. Yeah, Babylon tried to shut the body of Christ down, the bride of Christ. But the Lord said, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm, and that no weapon formed against me or you shall be able to prosper and the lord is long suffering that none be lost giving them a chance to change giving them a chance to receive jesus as their lord and personal savior romans 10 and 9 confess jesus as your lord and personal savior that he died and god raised him up from the dead so the integrity on david's part was when the lord put saul in a deep sleep to prove david to see what he would do and david had a chance to kill saul in his deep sleep but he didn't he didn't go against the church he didn't touch God's anointed yep the Lord was allowing Saul to turn his life around to repent so that's the integrity that David had in his pandemic even though that people got laid off and there was no job in sight he didn't try a pyramid scheme nope he had integrity he acquired land and built the team he started a new beginning and so David and his men go down to fight with the children of Israel and get sent back to Ziklag and when they get home Ziklag is all burnt up mm. not only is it a pandemic sitting over in Gath and Babylon the enemy is chasing me down but now we got these wildfires going on the wind is constantly changing and the 
mighty man want to kill me that I trained? But David, once again, he inquired of the Lord, should I pursue and overtake all? What should I do, Lord? And the Lord says, pursue and overtake all. Now in this pandemic, human men are chasing after the enemy. And then some of the men got tired. They lost their breath in the pandemic, but they had to stay home. They had to intercede. They had to watch over Ziglag. But David and the other men kept on going and they pursued and they overtook all and got all of the spoils more than what was taken from the Amalekites that ran off with the stuff, the wives and the children. But God, David's pandemic, what did that look like? So folks, look, in David's pandemic, there was a new beginning. He always had faith in God, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarded to them that diligently seeks him. Hebrews 11 and 6, Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. David continued to seek the Lord our God. He always inquired of the Lord in the pandemic. In his pandemic, we have to require of the Lord in the pandemic, regardless of what it looks like. We must remain calm in the Lord, remain calm in Jesus Christ. He built a team. David built a team. As the word of God says, be fruitful and multiply, have dominion, replenish, subdue. Genesis 1 mm -hmm. He not only built his team, but he took care of his team. He was loyal to his team. He didn't come against the church. Mm-mm. He didn't cuss them out. Mm -mm. He prayed for the church. He didn't touch God's anointed. Everything that he did for the body of Christ, all the honor that he gave to his mother and father, and he honored God, that gave him favor with men. Psalms 23, he prepared a table in the presence of his enemies. He had favor in Babylon, favor in Gath. We have favor. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. When we do the will of God, keep his commandments, we have favor regardless of any pandemic. And most of all, he got the sword. He took the sword and he broke bread. Folks, we have to take the sword, the meat of the word. We have to take Jesus with us. We have to cast our cares on Jesus in any situation, no matter the circumstance. We have to continue to read the word. We have to rely on Holy Spirit, our helper that leads us to all truth and shows us things to come. And we have to use our sword. We have to pray. We have to pray to the Lord our God, get intimate with the Lord our God. And we have to give him praise and worship each and every day, speaking in our most heavenly language so that it strengthens us. It's a perfect prayer. We have to believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior, and let the Lord be our stay. Amen. So notice at the end of it all, the result of David's pandemic, what did that look like? He became king. The mighty men made sure he became king. You can check that out in 1 Chronicles 11 and 10. And it reads, these also are chief of the mighty men whom David had who strengthened themselves with him in his kingdom and with all Israel to make him king according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. See that they made him king since he was loyal to them. They was loyal to him. They were in the pandemic together and they came out unhindered, unchecked by any outside force. Amen. David's pandemic. That's what that looked like. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen and amen. Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed.
If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Are you ready to build and reshape your surroundings? Find out the eight steps to getting built through any type of chaos when you read Michael Bailey's book, David's Pandemic. David's Pandemic gives insight on how a journey of obstacles can shape us for the better. Purchase David's Pandemic now at imichaelbailey.net forward slash David's Pandemic. That's imichaelbailey.net forward slash David's Pandemic.
look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the inspired by faith broadcast. Well, it's been real mighty mikey mike has to take off i have to go i gotta do something else but i pray that you all be blessed blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed when you come and blessed when you go be blessed amen hey tune in to the on demand inspired by faith broadcast it is a new wave of faith-based radio listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net.